It is Wrestling Source Radio, Coast FM 963, and the first show of 2020, and it wouldn't be uh, a first show for the year if we didn't have our man in the know. He's our wrestling expert, and if you're in the Victoria, Melbourne region and uh, need some traffic updates, you probably heard his dulcet tones. It is Mr. Simon Tackler. Hello and welcome. Oh, hello. It's good to be back. Happy New Year. Happy New Wrestling New Year. And it definitely is. This time of year is kind of like the in-season or the, the yeah the, the main season for wrestling. There's a bit of a lull sort of in that late December period. And then obviously January, we just had the likes of Wrestle Kingdom at the Tokyo Dome over in Japan. And now getting ready for WrestleMania, obviously kicking it off with the Royal Rumble. Yeah, this is when every casual fan jumps back on the bandwagon. It's when hardcore fans who are burnt out you know, decide to refocus. Like, I'll be honest, I didn't watch New Japan for about six months. But come Wrestle Kingdom, I was all in. WWE, I'm all in again. Let's go from now to WrestleMania. Hopefully it's a good one. And I don't know what side of the coin you are on with the uh, whole Australia Day long weekend, but uh, the main thing I've been looking forward to is Monday, the Royal Rumble. You know, forget about all your festivities, either on the Friday, Saturday or Sunday. I'm all about the Monday, the Royal Rumble. This is like the all-star event for the WWE. Even if most of the matches on the card end up being stinkers, you can always sort of feel safe that at least you'll kind of enjoy the the uh, the spectacle, I guess you could say, that is the thing. 30-man Royal Rumble, and obviously now the women's 30-woman Royal Rumble. Yeah, and let's face it, the best part of wrestling is surprises, is entrances, is finishing moves, and the Royal Rumble basically gives you that 30 times, or now 60 times with two Royal Rumbles. So, yeah, I can't wait. I'm always happy. All right, well, let's look at it. I've got to be completely honest. Uh, I've been a bit uh, very passive kind of uh, watching things here and there, but obviously I do know that your favourite wrestler of all time, because come Monday morning, I know you're going to get your Brock Lesnar hat on, your Brock Lesnar T-shirt on. Uh, Obviously, the man, uh, 30-man Royal Rumble, Brock Lesnar, number one. Uh, How do you personally see the 30-man Royal Rumble going? Oh, I'm Australia's biggest Brock Lesnar fan, so you know I want him to just go the distance, throw everyone out, and just win the whole thing. <laughs> which which is not as uh, far-fetched as some people might think. It would be something new. We've never seen that before. We've seen someone, you know, win it from number one, but we haven't seen someone throw every single person out as champion and just defend against no one at WrestleMania. I'm all for it. It's like playing the video games. You know, there used to be a mode where it was like a a gauntlet. This feels like that. You're the strongest character. You're playing on easy. And you're just going to throw everyone out. You got your winner. You've got your Iron Man who's in there like for an extended period of time. And then you've got your uh, most eliminations. So Mm -hmm. this is how I see it's going to happen. Now, what about Kofi Kingston winning the Royal Rumble and redeeming that 30-second match against Brock Lesnar on the first SmackDown on Fox, redeeming himself at WrestleMania? I do like that idea. I've heard it thrown around, but no one seems to be taking it seriously. It's kind of good because Kofi's been under the radar. They haven't played it up because that was months ago. Mm. But if they start running with it now, I think it's perfect because it'll still feel like a surprise. I'd be all for that. If Kofi's number 30, Brock Lesnar is the one who gets taken advantage of and gets thrown out in, you know, five seconds because Kofi's fresh, then, you know, it's almost even. They've both embarrassed each other and they settle it at WrestleMania. 
absolutely. And obviously, you got to have the Kofi spot where he, like he uses the uh, one of the announcers' chairs or jumps on the barricade and comes back in and then wins it. Yeah, he lands on Paul Heyman and jumps off Heyman's shoulders back in the ring. Uh, you know, troubling paradise. Brock's gone. That's how it happened. And I believe I had most eliminations down, obviously, with Brock Lesnar. I think for the first half of this Rumble, he's just going to be chucking guys out left, right, and centre. But Iron Man, I probably... I'm guessing Iron Man will probably be Brock Lesnar as well, but I had an outside chance here of Elias being an Iron Man to be eliminated by John Cena and to set themselves up for WrestleMania. That's what I'm hoping for. Ooh, Elias seems to be a face again. I know he's flip-flop a few times, I don't know if that would be the way to go with Cena eliminating him. But those two seem to have run-ins at WrestleMania. They've just never had a match, so that could be fun. And, I mean, do you have any sort of guesses for a uh, an Iron Man or a uh, most eliminations? I think Brock uh, will own it this year. Well, I, I like the internet being very angry, so I would love it if Brock Lesnar broke all three records. Most eliminations, most times spent in the Royal Rumble... Uh, first champion to win the Royal Rumble from number one, just give him everything. Although he's a very sweaty man, I really don't think he can last an hour these days. <laughs> Although, that's the tactic. Big E was bragging about oiling himself up. Brock Lesnar has that natural oil. If it's halfway in the Rumble and he's still in, no one's grabbing hold of him. They'll go to eliminate him and they'll slip out of the ring and elim- eliminate themselves. 30-woman uh, Royal Rumble, uh, same deal again. I'm uh, doing an outside chance again. Um, but this is very dependent, I guess, on how the Becky Lynch uh, Oscar match goes. I've actually mm-hmm. put down a Ronda Rousey uh, Royal Rumble victory here. Um, uh, most eliminations, I was going to give that to a uh, Shayna Baszler. Oh, and okay, yeah. uh, I can't remember who I had down as my Iron Woman, but um, what's the chances of a Ronda returning here? Do you think that's more likely than a CM Punk return, which everyone's sort of jumping on, or the likes of an Edge? Yeah, I think Ronda Rousey is most likely. She's my pick for the the winner as well. I think that makes sense. Uh, I've heard Shayna Baszler get thrown around. I don't think that works. I don't know if her Survivor Series main event match was... uh, sort of a, a vote of confidence for any fan out there because that really wasn't a good match and no one seems to talk about it anymore. So, yeah, I don't know. I think Ronda Rousey is the way to go if she's available and up for it. Correction. So, Ronda Rousey to win. Most eliminations. Uh, local girl or local uh, Adelaide girl, Rhea Ripley, to have the most el- eliminations. I think they call it the Diesel spot and I could see her doing that perfectly and perhaps Shayna Baszler, the Iron Woman. Oh, that's a good one, actually. That's good. Shayna Baszler gets, you know, the Iron Woman. She stays in long, looks good. Rhea Ripley is the monster, and they can set up something for the takeover, you know, before WrestleMania, wherever it is. Yeah, Ronda Rousey to win. That's good predictions. I'm all for that. Now, (laughs) should we talk about these Edge rumors? They've died down a little bit, but what do you think? If he comes back, does he have to win it? I think it's uh, we we're fans of a sh- of a, a product which is a work, and I think this whole edge thing is is that I think they're using that as a ploy to disguise someone else. If that makes sense. Oh, okay. So you know how they always do the dramatic pause, so it'll hit zero. But if it's a return, there's always a slight gap. So you think in that slight pause, everyone's going to think it's edge, but instead it's somebody else. I mean, I my inner fandom, I would love to see CM Punk. That would be the, be- the best shock uh, return. But how about yeah. this? I was watching some old WCW, uh, I think, circa 1999. I would love to see a return of Screamin' Norman Smiley. 
just so he could do one more big wiggle. If that was to happen, I reckon I'd be pretty happy. Yeah, the big wiggle, that was over. Kids won't know the big wiggle, but, yeah, it was good. I I suppose Booker T will be in the Rumble. It is in Houston. Yeah, I I love Booker T. I mean, he's always good value. Yeah, he'll, you know, have the ring to himself, do a -a spin-a-rooney, pop up, crowd will go wild, and then Brock will clothesline him over the rope. Yeah. So, the matches, I mean, uh, as said earlier, I'm kind of, uh, they've been in the background with, obviously, because everyone's always focused on, you know, returns or who's going to win, yada, yada. Um, Oscar taking on Becky Lynch. Obviously, last year, Oscar tapped out Becky Lynch, but then Becky Lynch came into the Women's Royal Rumble, won it, and obviously, it's been the Becky Lynch show, the man show since Mm -hmm. then. Oscar's kind of like the monkey on the back, you know, she hasn't beaten her. Um, so I'm going to do a weird prediction here. So this is all dependent on Ronda Rousey if she's there and if she's going to win it. Becky to retain if Ronda wins the Rumble or is there. If Ronda's not in the Rumble, I think Oscar beats Becky Lynch at the Royal Rumble and then they build to a bigger match at WrestleMania. Oh, wow, that's different. To me, this feels like a lot for Becky Lynch just to get her win back from last year to have a really good match going into WrestleMania. I don't see Oscar winning at all. I, I, I say that. It's all dependent because, I mean, obviously everyone would love to see the Ronda-Becky one-on-one match, I think, because that's what everyone thought we were going to see at last year's WrestleMania, but it was only made even better, better with the likes of a Charlotte Flair being uh, put into the match. But I would love to see the Ronda-Becky uh, thing, but I guess it's all just dependent mm. if Ronda wants to do it because I think yeah, Ronda's very unique true. like Brock. Brock is kind of like the Hulk Hogan of uh, nowadays. Eh, that doesn't work for me, brother. How about I just do SummerSlam, Rumble, and Mania? Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I think yeah. Ronda is in the same boat, maybe? Yeah, I mean, worst case, if Ronda isn't available and they're unsure of Shayna Baszler, Charlotte can always win the Rumble and they do Charlotte and Becky one-on-one at Mania. Yeah, I think people would be happy with that. I mean, that's been a long rivalry. You could be like, oh, we've seen it, but, you know, when there's a, a natural story and history there it makes sense yeah because realistically Charlotte is more the Hulk Hogan of the women's division than anyone she's just always around always winning always the main event whether you think it makes sense or not and I feel like you know yeah she could get that spot Universal Championship The Fiend Bray Wyatt taking on Daniel Bryan apparently in a strap match yeah, in a strap match, Daniel Bryan's reasoning in the story was that, you know, the Fiend always runs away and appears from nowhere and disappears. So if they're strapped together, you know, there's no escape. Um, strap matches can be really good, and these two guys have good chemistry. But if this is in the red lighting, it's going to be really tough to watch if you're in the crowd. might mm. be okay on TV, but uh, please just, just put the normal lighting on. Yeah, I think they're going to have to, yeah. But then again, it's I think it was more of a ploy to make uh, Bray Wyatt look more menacing and uh, scary, which which I can get. But as wrestling fans, we kind of get accustomed to the normal lighting. We, uh, we don't like change that dramatic, no. so to speak. And, and really, the Royal Rumble this year is in a um, one of the baseball stadiums. They're saying over 35,000 people, so it's quite big and, you know, spacious. If you're up in the nosebleed section and it's in red light and it's a strap match, man, you won't be able to see anything. So it might feel like a dead crowd if they're not reacting. Uh, do you think they'll stay with Bray Wyatt or will we see Daniel Bryan with the quote-unquote strap again? Ooh, I don't know. I love Daniel Bryan. Like, aside from Brock Lesnar, Daniel Bryan is my favourite wrestler. Um, I'm all for Daniel Bryan being champ again, but it just feels like The Fiend is going into mania. 
for some, you know, over-the-top entrance and yeah. championship gimmick thing. Absolutely. All right, Tim, we have the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Bailey taking on Lacey Evans. Um, you had the opportunity to speak to Bailey, I think, when she was down for the uh, Aussie Tour late last year with SmackDown. I'm I'm very much on the fence with this new heel gimmick. Um, I think, you know, she's an amazing performer and athlete, but I kind of just feel... I don't know. I'm just a meh about it. I don't. I don't. I'm not shocked, and I kind of feel she's taking uh, uh, the you know as the women's champion in SmackDown, she should be like the the main woman there. But I kind of feel she takes a side step, or you know, she's a side for the likes of a Sasha Banks and the other women there. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Still, I don't know how to describe it. It does feel like she's still Sasha Banks' sidekick, even though she's the champion with the new character. It's yeah. weird. They're going all in with Lacey Evans, so I wouldn't be shocked if Lacey wins here. You know, I, I get it. People are, you know, some people are iffy about Lacey Evans' character and what it could be suggesting. But I've never, I didn't understand when she debuted why she was even a heel in the first place. Her character and her real life story feels like it was tailor made to be a WWF, you know, good guy hero. She's a former Marine. Yeah. She's a mother. She had a tough upbringing. She's blonde, she's good-looking, whatever else. It feels like she ticks all of Vince McMahon's boxes. We're going to have the Lacey Express. You're going to be on a bus, and we'll call it the Lacey Express. We're going we're gonna to cover you in the American flag. Something like that? Absolutely. And Nia Jax, she's been away for a while. You know, she's part of that Samoan bloodline. Who cares? They did it to Rikishi, and, you know, all of... And Yoko's in it. Just pretend Nia Jax is Japanese, make her a sumo wrestler, and can Lacey Evans body slam Nia Jax? <laughs> oh, please don't do that to Nia. I love Nia. <laughs> Speaking of Samoans, uh, big dog Roman Reigns taking on King Corbin in a Falls Count Anywhere match. I absolutely hope that King Corbin absolutely beats Roman Reigns in 50 seconds and <laughs> main events WrestleMania. Actually, no, no. He's going to beat Roman Reigns in this Falls Count Anywhere go into the men's Royal Rumble, win it, take on Brock Lesnar, beat him, and uh, never lose the belt. Yeah, that's how, that's how you do it. Imagine that. I think it's got to be Roman Reigns all the way here. Unless he loses just to build sympathy and then he wins the Royal Rumble. That happens sometimes. But, yeah, this match should be fun, though. These guys have good chemistry, and it's falls count anywhere. Roman Reigns is always good in these kind of matches, so I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Big dogs in the house. Uh, <laughs> I'd say you know why this match will be fun though, because the Usos are back, and the Usos love running in and interfering during their friends' uh, no no disqualification matches. They've done it for Roman. They did it for John Cena years ago. So expect a lot of shenanigans. This is going to be fun. No, I said to the Usos, I went Usos. I went I, the big dog's got to do this one one on one. Okay. Uh, matches most likely for the pre-show. Uh, Andrade for the United States title, taking on uh, Taylor Laudner. Yeah, yeah, the werewolf boy himself. Um, I honestly, um, hum- Humberto Carrillo. I-, I-, I can't say his name. Help me out here, Simon. Humberto Carrillo. Yeah, he- he's a high flyer, great talented young kid. Um, but you'd imagine uh, Andrade would retain. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're both great athletes. Andrade has a fair bit going for him. He's got Zelina Vega. He's got a cool entrance. He's got some swagger. Umberto Carrillo is a great wrestler, but boy, does he have literally nothing else. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm sort of sick of this. We're going into 2020. 
it feels like we've lived almost in a decade now of just being like, oh, I like this guy because he wrestles good. Everybody wrestles good now. I feel like you need something extra. Well, I'll tell you what something extra is. Uh, I'm surprised this didn't main event the card. Seamus taken on Shorty G. Yes, two guys with real gimmicks that I can relate to. Yeah. I like the fact that Seamus has got his old hair gimmick back. Yep, the old uh, 1990s James Hetfield load-era hair. I like it. Ooh. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, actually, did you have tickets to see Metallica uh, last year? Yeah, sadly refunded, yeah. like everyone else. Are they coming back out? Uh, I think the rumour is that they're going to reschedule because they're playing other shows, so hopefully James will be okay. Got to go to Australia. Um, all right, so that's the Royal Rumble 2020. I'm... No, no prediction no, for that, no, because no, who cares? Oh, no, we, we, we've moved on, Metallica, yeah. Um, yeah, I reckon I'll have to see Kofi Kingston win, but I will still be happy if Brock wins. Hell, I'm such a wrestling fan, I'm just happy to be sitting on the couch on a Monday morning watching the Royal Rumble. That's how mm. sad I am, uh, Simon. Oh, that's what we all look forward to. I, I will say, though, I, I try not to get annoyed at booking decisions anymore and finishes. I'd like to think I'm past that. But I swear, if Brock Lesnar is number one, and this is just to set up Cain Velasquez eliminating him to set up a WrestleMania match, that'll be the only decision. Even if Roman Reigns wins and eliminates 29 people, nothing will annoy me more than this just being a setup for Cain Velasquez. You know that's going to happen, right? I know, and I'm so annoyed at it because Kane already said he's in the Rumble. Uh, he did a you know UK press thing, and he mentioned he's going to be in it, so that's not a surprise. Uh, I, I get it; there is some appeal there, but like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm just going to be annoyed if that happens because I don't care, and I don't feel like that many people care. Yeah, unfortunately, you are correct. I think this is just me freestyling. This is no inside knowledge. <laughs> um, I think with the whole uh, crown jewel, they wanted to sign him, get him to something really quickly, but he was his knee was injured, hence why the match was so short at uh, crown jewel. Uh, it was very rust when they probably should have done a bigger build to WrestleMania, but unfortunately, we live in a, uh, a decade or we live in a society now where we need instant gratification and uh, we got that quick match at Crown Jewel and I think oh we'll just make up for, up for it with a Wrestlemania match the, the only thing that gives me hope that maybe they can sort of pull a bit of a swerve on us for a lack oh. of a better term there is one more Saudi show before Wrestlemania so maybe they can blow this off there and it's sort of a red herring and then Brock Lesnar has a different challenger for Mania but I don't know I don't think I care about Kane Velasquez Simon Tackler, he's a wrestling expert here at Wrestling Source Radio. And also, as said, if you're in the Victoria, Melbourne area, he does the traffic reports on the ABC. So uh, any traffic issues down there, blame Simon. Thank you very much. <laughs> no worries, mate. Wrestling Source Radio.